This episode is brought to you by Get Mobile ID by Get Group North America, the smart choice for ID implementations. Put citizens in control with Get Mobile ID, fully ISO compliant 18013-5, and surpasses AMVA guidelines. Learn more at getgroupna.com. Welcome to AmbaCast, bringing news, information, and expertise to the Amba community. Here's your host, Ian Grossman. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the AmbaCast, everyone. Uh, I am here with a return guest, Joe Cook from U-Haul. Joe, welcome back to the AmbaCast. Hey, thanks for having me back. Uh, before we started recording, we were, Joe and I were just reminiscing that Joe's first appearance was in the very early months of uh, when we started the podcast, which was in the early months of uh, COVID and lockdown, and we were trying to experiment with something new, and we're like, I don't know, let's just talk to Joe, why not? <laughs> but uh, we have him back to talk about something more specific. You know, we're going into the summer, well, we're in the summer months, um, and you've got a combination of folks going on vacations, folks are camping, folks are moving in and out of apartments, home from college, getting ready to go from college, and one of the things that U-Haul has been an industry leader on is to educate drivers on what they refer to as safe trailering. And we're gonna to talk to Joe about this. Of course, everyone knows about U-Haul trucks, but there are also U-Haul trailers. Um, and I guess that's why some years ago you decided maybe, maybe we could do a little bit more on helping drivers use those trailers in a safe manner. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, people do forget about the trailers and, and it is a, it's a wonderful, uh, popular cost-effective solution for folks if they, instead of driving a truck if they'd rather just uh, tow it enables them to bring their own vehicle so they're not having two vehicles on the road uh, and it's grown broad each year the activities across North America uh, whether, like you said whether it's leisure or, or do-it-yourself or or uh, or a moving uh, situation where people are moving their own personal belongings so as that need has grown we've seen uh, a real need for further education mm. in safe trailering. And so we have our uh, safe trailering driver education program that uh, is an initiative that uh, will uh, hopefully provide some, some good foundation for folks that may be uh, uh, beginning drivers or towing for the first mm -hmm. time. And when we're talking about trailers, just, you know, let's set the, set the baseline. Um, we're talking about everything from those kind of open bed trailers you see sometime with the rails around it. And then there's the bigger enclosed trailers almost the, it's the the back of the truck without the truck on it you got it yeah it looks just like the back of the truck without the truck on it uh enclosed or what we call open trailers okay. uh utility trailers uh but the principles of this really apply to uh any trailer not just u-haul trailers it mm -hmm. could be a motorcycle trailer or a garden trailer oh, okay uh, but yeah we're definitely talking more of the smaller um uh, utility tribe tribe trailers not your big semi-trailers right so, right so, right so. right right so so why don't we walk through kind of what that education uh looks like i imagine uh the first question that comes to my mind and i don't know if this is even something that your your piece covers so i'm just gonna put you on the spot and ask you i would imagine there's a lot of driver confusion knowing whether or not their vehicle is capable of yes. towing the trailer yes Certainly is. And uh, at U-Haul, when someone comes in with their vehicle, we have what's called a hookup book. And our folks at the counter can put in the information on the tow vehicle and line it up with the appropriate uh, trailer and whether they can uh, actually qualify to tow 
which trailer behind okay. their vehicle. Uh, and that includes the components that go uh, to the tow vehicle, such as the size of the hitch ball and, and, and uh, the draw bar and, and the, uh, the hitch itself mm -hmm. that attaches to the vehicle. So, yes, there is some qualification that happens, and, and uh, at least on the U-Haul side of things, uh, we have a, a good process in place to uh, make sure that uh, we've got a proper hookup. And then walking them through the physical attachment of it and that's the always thing that's honestly it scared me we have a gmc yukon it's got the whole the hitch and the whole deal i'm so scared of actually trying to put anything into the hitch that i'm going to do it wrong to begin with yes yes we will we will take care of that for you um absolutely show you exactly what uh, uh what goes where and how it goes uh the hookup is a critical part um we uh have a new type of uh, uh coupler now so there's a traditional screw down type t coupler that goes mm -hmm. onto the hitch ball uh, which we still have those but of late uh, we've adapted a new uh, drop and tow coupler which actually just snaps onto the hitch ball so it takes some of the uh, uh, potential for someone not tightening mm -hmm. that latch down out of the equation less uh, user error because less user yeah, error yeah. you got it and so we're really excited about that and even the uh, the little car and trailer that I give away at the U-Haul breakfast it has the new drop and, <laughs> drop and tow coupler on it. So you can check it out uh, next nice. time uh, you see the little trailer. But um, uh, we do have people uh, that are well-trained on site that will help you get that hookup part done and uh, send you on your way and uh, educate you right there uh, at, at the uh, location on, on how to uh, uh, unhook that and, and rehook it back up if yeah. you need to... Uh, uh, take your tow vehicle away to do something else and don't want to use the trailer while it's out on rental. Yeah. So I imagine, you know, you developed a safe trailering based on trying to solve challenges you were seeing with trailering. So did you look at, you know, when folks are having crashes involving trailers or perhaps caused by the fact that they were towing a trailer, were there some specific causation elements that you started to see as common denominators in terms of when someone is trailering and they're involved in a crash, these are some of the common denominators? Yes, we certainly do see some trends with that. And, and uh, the, the great part of the uh, uh, driver education program is it, it kind of hits on three main points with that. And, and uh, we focus our education around the driver, um, proper loading, hmm. and um, uh, proper hookup. So okay. those are the three areas where you can have potential mishaps that could lead to a poor, safe trailering experience. What we see is some of the leading causes of, of, of crashes. All right. So we talked a little bit about the hookup part. Yes. Uh, so let's then go, I guess, to the, the, let's go to the loading, because before you're driving, you're loading, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. Improper loading. I mean, that is a major stability factor, and, and that is... Uh, one of the things we hit on number one is the 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 proper loading of your cargo, uh, the proper distribution of the weight mm -hmm. in 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 the trailer itself. So we always key in on load heavier in front, and what that means is have have a percentage of the weight. We use the 60/40 rule. Mm -hmm. Have at least 60% of your weight in the front end by where the hitch is in the back end of your tow vehicle. Uh, so you get the proper what we call tongue weight. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason we do that is the physics of it is when you don't have the proper tongue weight on a trailer, you will get that sway mm -hmm. as you start to go down the road. 
if you have too much weight on the back end of the trailer. So loading is a critical component. Uh, that's number one for us is make sure that when you, when you load that trailer, uh, get your heavier items up front, whether it's books or maybe a washer mm-hmm. or dryer, uh, put that up front. Some people, what we see oftentimes, especially on an enclosed trailer that may be a little difficult to get into, mm-hmm. uh, it's a heavy item, and they uh, just they get it save on. It for, they want to save it for last. Save it's it so for heavy, last. I don't want to carry it all the way to the front. Get everything else on, and then we'll put the heavy thing on the last bit and close the door. Exactly, and uh, that's the last thing you want to do. Yeah. Because then once you get out on the road and you start to increase your speed a little bit, you will start to feel it, and you'll start mm-hmm. to get that sway. And that's all caused by improper loading. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just don't know that. They don't realize, oh, the trailer, it put it in. Right. It shouldn't matter. And trailer has a max weight. doesn't matter what order it goes in. Exactly. Right. You want it, which would be the wrong thing to say. You want to, it's very specific on that. It's very specific. And, and uh, so. Could you go too heavy in front? You mentioned 60-40. I mean, is it, can you overcompensate? And is there a challenge if you are too front heavy or is that less of a concern so it's less of a concern i'm certain you can get to the point where you overdo it Mm -hmm. and you actually start to see some uh flexing of of the tow vehicle and and the trailer uh but uh if you if you stick to that kind of the 60 40 you should be good obviously you don't want to put you know 100 of the weight in there you want to even sure sure distribute the rest of that but um uh, if you stick to that 60-40 rule, you'll, you'll, you'll be in good shape. So the challenge, you know, when you see those trailers that are swaying or in that, that makes it harder to control the vehicle, people lose control of the vehicle, causing the crash, ties you back to one of your crash elements being the fact that they've improperly loaded to begin with. That's exactly right. And, and uh, unfortunately, once you start to get that sway, uh, there's really no way to drive yourself out of it. A lot of people will think, mm. oh, I'll just speed up and I'll, it'll correct itself. Really, all you can do is when you start to get that sway is slow down, pull over, and adjust your load. Mm. Uh, but absolutely, that is one of, the, one of the three major points. Okay, great. So someone's got it. We're going to assume they're properly loaded, 60-40. Uh, not, didn't leave that last heavy thing for the end. And now they're going to pull out and start operating their their vehicle. Um, Talk to me about the tips for the driver that makes driving with a trailer different. I mean, there are some things obviously that's just common sense. Just if you didn't have a trailer, you theoretically don't want to go too fast. Right. But too fast may now have a different meaning with towing a trailer. It certainly does. I mean, you know, I get asked a lot is what's, what's, what's the speed you should drive with a trailer? Well, you, you, you can tow a trailer up to 55 miles per hour. Uh, that's the max recommended speed from U-Haul. Uh, however, as conditions get worse, um, you, you want to reduce your speed and uh, slow down on curves, slow down on downgrades, or if you have wet roads. So all this really factors into the third major point of uh, driver behavior mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we uh, always uh, ask our customers to adopt a compensatory attitude which most do they're towing their own goods they've mm-hmm. got heirlooms they've got valuables they 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 do want to uh, take that extra care when driving but uh, driver behavior plays a huge role in uh, a safe trailer and experience and uh, uh, as far as tips go uh, you know we we Tell them to adopt that compensatory attitude, uh, take your time, uh, reduce your speed. Uh, a couple other tips is uh, allow for 
uh, longer stopping distances. Hmm. You know, you've got this longer uh, combination. Mm-hmm, You're not, mm-hmm. uh, you may be used to driving your sedan and there's nothing behind you. And now you've got uh, an attachment. You've got this longer combo that uh, you need to account for. Um, and then same for when making turns, uh, you know, go a little bit wider. You need a little bit more clearance. So uh, those are some of the tips uh, that we we offer folks. Uh, uh, we, we really hit on three main things, uh, and it goes back to the three major, point, major points, which is load heavier in front, uh, reduce your normal driving speed, and uh, wear your seatbelt. Mm-hmm. So if you can follow those three keys, yeah. uh, it will lead to a much safer trailer experience. You, know, you mentioned the wide turns, which makes sense. The other thing that uh, would be a stress point for some people might be going in reverse. Yes, so going in reverse is tricky. I know that uh, uh, I'm not great at it, and I work for U-Haul. Uh, <laughs> uh, the best tip we have on that is when you're backing up is put your hand at the bottom of the steering wheel. And as you look out the rear window to your trailer uh, and you're backing up to try and line it up, as you need to move left, uh, when your hand is on the bottom of that steering wheel, you just move your hand left. As you need to move right, you move it right. So we found that that is a, a good way of not getting confused as that as that trailer starts to jackknife, as right. you may see. Right. Uh, if it does start to jackknife, uh, the best thing you can do is stop, pull forward, straighten Shout out, and, and start, start over, over again. again. So that that uh, that's a tricky one. You know, whether you're you're trying to put that boat in a lake or you're yep. trying to back that that trailer up to a, a storage facility mm-hmm. with a tight mm-hmm. tight fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's a hard one and, and, uh, uh, that's the best advice we can offer. And that's all built into the education program that, uh, we talked about. Yeah. So this education program overall, obviously you mentioned if someone goes in and is getting a trailer, there are, there's information available at, you know, a U-Haul facility. Yes. Um, U-Haul is obviously not the only trailer provider and you've been very generous in making the education available, uh, more globally, whether or not you're getting your trailer from U-Haul or not. So if somebody maybe owns their own trailer or is thinking of getting a trailer and wants to brush up on their operation, is there a place they can go to benefit from some of these materials without necessarily renting from U-Haul? Yeah, yeah, we've got these materials available uh, a couple different ways. Um, you can go to uhaul.com and pull them down, uh, and they're available for for free, as we mentioned before. Um you can also go to uh, uh, the U-Haul YouTube channel, hmm. and, and there's uh, several videos on there um, uh, related to this program. Uh, and, and the other one for us, and these are all kind of U-Haul driven, but it's, uh, you can actually email trailerdemonstrator at uhaul.com hmm. and we'll provide the materials. But uh, you hit on a really good point. It's not just U-Haul specific. Uh, these principles apply to uh, camping trailers, other utility trailers, uh, boating trailers, side-by-side trailers, RV trailers. Uh, the concepts are the same, um, but uh, we're, we're happy to provide those for free to whether you're using our trailer or not. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we feel like it's just a, a, a great benefit to all to have that. If you're, like I said, if you're uh, new, new to trailering, it's, it just provides that great foundation for understanding the elements of, of trailering. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so wh- where do you see the trailer demand right now in, in the marketplace? You know, I mentioned earlier some of those basic examples of 
people moving around. You mentioned summer travel. Um, you know, certainly when I remember when we had our original conversation, you know, a few years ago, and we were talking about how the pandemic was impacting different industries, you were actually seeing some uptick in demand for U-Haul trucks as people were, you know, moving to temporary locations or having to get home from school quickly as things shut down or folks that, you know, can now leave the city and, you know, work remotely elsewhere. Uh, here we are a couple years later, we're in a different part of the pandemic, but there are other um, environmental and um, economic factors that are happening. What's that doing to the trailer demand? So we're, we're uh, I don't have the exact numbers, but my guess with gas prices where they are today, mm -hmm. uh, given the cost effective nature of a trailer, uh, is that we will see as we as we go back and look at this year, we'll see um, our numbers have increased on trailer demand. Uh, you know, it, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good solution. It's a popular solution that, uh, like I said, it, it keeps you from having uh, two vehicles on the road now. If you can just tow behind your vehicle, mm -hmm. uh, well, now you're saving, you're not having to rent the U-Haul truck and you're saving on gas with that. So I, I would say demand will be up. Um, certainly in the summertime, we see it increases. People are going to national parks and doing leisure activities outside of just moving their personal belongings, which is also very popular in the mm -hmm. summertime. If people are going to move, uh, uh, their home goods, uh, they, they typically do it when the, the kids are out of school, uh, especially if they're moving out of state, they're going to, they're going to wait, of course, but, uh, uh, we'll see. I, I suspect that, uh. Our trailer numbers will be up this year, uh, just just given the uh, the the cost of of uh, fuel alone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That makes sense. And it's funny when you said about the two vehicles, it made me think of another variation of trailering, which isn't necessarily the trailer, but the truck pulling a vehicle. Yes. Yeah. And is that tied into the trailering education? Because it's still the fundamentals of towing or something, if you will, pulling something along. Is it different when you're trailering a vehicle is that the right phrase is that even the right way to describe it no no it, it's not different uh in fact uh you know our our what we call auto transports are designed to be heavier in front to begin with the way the the tongue is laid out on those but the concept is the same as i mentioned before whether you're pulling a, a vehicle mm -hmm. um in, a, in an auto transport situation or whether you're pulling a camper uh, those same principles apply, and uh, this information will help help guide you. Because it's still that. a trailer that the vehicle, the car, is sitting on top of, and then attaching to a U-Haul truck or another vehicle that's or pulling along. Or a personal along. vehicle, right. you got yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, have you ever personally done it? Have you ever trailered something? I have. Okay, because yeah. I, I have not. So you I've got, not. I've got oh, no, wow. no. I mean, you know, well, no, I have not. <laughs> well, that's one of the great parts of of the education program and uh it, you know not only do we provide the materials um but we do have um other things going on within this program and uh, uh we have engineer-led classroom workshops we have hands-on uh parking lot demonstrations uh and then uh we've had it at a past event we've had our trailer demonstrator the marco garcia trailer demonstrator the mgtd we mm -hmm. call it uh that kind of gives you that and a hands-on feel. So mm -hmm. um, those are all for free as well. We do that. We've done 
everything from state fairs to mm -hmm. uh, other type of public events, touch a truck events where we've gone out and, and for someone like you that's just never yeah. been in that scenario, you can actually get an opportunity to do it before cool. you get out there for real and do it on your own. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were real close, you know, in the early parts of the pandemic. We were part of that population that, you know, went out and looked at, you know, all the camping trailers. Oh, okay, sure. And we, we, we looked at them and we were very serious about to invest in one and like i said i got the yukon what surprised me though was even with a vehicle as large as a gmc yukon the size i couldn't pull yes you know yeah. you, you think you've got this really powerful vehicle and then you start looking up what is the the tongue weight and what's the max you can tow and then you get a camper trailer with all the crap you gotta put into yes. it i think i could say crap on my podcast <laughs> um you know and you realize oh well maybe you got i have to go get that you know that ford pickup truck if i really want to pull this yes thing. that you have to be me. mindful of that certainly there's there's going to be uh uh, manufacturer restrictions on on uh, gross combination weight. Yes, and, and yes, you, yes. You have to be mindful of that. Is even though you have a, a larger SUV, you get in that false sense of security. Yeah. That maybe it'll pull X amount of weight, and and you know, this huge boat, and and uh, you're not alone. Other folks run into that situation, and and uh, that's why uh, uh, it's it's critical to make sure you look at those numbers and make sure everything adds up correctly. Yeah. We, uh, so we ended up not doing it much to my uh, wife's and sister-in-law, my sister-in-law, who's a big listener of this uh, podcast. This is her secret Easter egg shout out to her that, uh, I know she wanted <laughs> all of us to go and go, go camping for a year, but nevertheless, um, what, what haven't we talked about you? I know we are also working with you on developing, uh, an insert, uh, for the AMVA model, uh, model driver manual, the non-commercial model driver testing system, the NMDTS, so that new drivers have a uh, high-level summary of some of this deeper information. You've been a great partner in helping us create that. Yes, we're super excited about that. I've been working with Kevin and Denise on that, and uh, we are in the process of, of editing this down into, like you said, some of the major components so we don't take up too much of the manual that will provide uh, this education to uh, hopefully jurisdictions now that will be adopted into best practice by AMBA will take advantage of this. Uh, we've seen uh, a shortfall there with uh, education programs at, mm -hmm. the, at, the, at the jurisdictional level not uh, really touching on this subject and we think it's a, a critical subject to touch on. Uh, we've got the know-how and, and uh, the subject matter expertise to provide it and uh, I'm excited to work with AMA to put that in a format that will now be readily available to folks uh, to pull from and, yeah. and uh, adopt it at, uh, at the state level. Um, so we're really excited about that. It's, it's been a, uh, we had a little bit of a pause with COVID, a little yeah. bit of a long time in the making, <laughs> but we're finally getting there and uh, look, look forward to that coming out soon. Yeah, great. Anything else about this program that uh, maybe as we were thinking about this conversation you wanted to cover, we haven't had a chance to, to touch on. I think it's been a really uh, great overview. And it's, you know, it's funny you bring it full circle there with the piece in the driver manual, the availability that not only you haul but all the companies that make uh, trailers and large trucks so accessible and available, which is fantastic for mobility and um economic equity to be for anybody to be able to really have access to these uh, to make sure that that doesn't become a false sense of confidence that anybody can just go and do it and to be able to educate people on how to do even though everybody can get access to it to be able to do it safely to be prepared and not just walk in and think you're gonna 
plug this thing in and go. Absolutely. I, I think that's the key point is, is like anything else. I mean, when you're doing something for the first time or you're, it's a little bit uh, new to you, uh, making sure you understand the key elements of what's involved and just getting that educational foundation. So we're, we're real proud of the program uh, to be able to provide it. We're excited to provide it for 100% free. I think that's a really a neat thing and I'm, uh, it makes me proud to work for a company that does that. And, and the one thing I wanted to add is, is, is the program itself is adaptable uh, to an assortment of audiences. So whether it's uh, driver education professionals, mm. highway safety offices, law mm. enforcement agencies, youth safety groups, uh, or just general public safety event organizers, uh, it can be molded to, to fit your audience. And so we're really excited about that and, and uh, look forward to uh, providing to those folks that, uh, that uh, would like to take advantage of it. That's awesome. Well, Joe, thanks for spending some time with me today. It's you bet. It's always a pleasure to, to speak with. Yeah. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening this week. And as always, thanks to our producers, Claire Jeffrey and Chelsea Hadwin. Till next week, everyone, stay well. Thank you for joining us for AmbaCast, hosted by Ian Grossman, produced by Claire Jeffrey and Chelsea Hadwin, music by Gibson Arthur. This episode was brought to you by Get Mobile ID by Get Group North America. Visit us at amvacast.podbean.com and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. 